for another great episode of Dom Day Tales. It's episode 34, and I'm your host, Justin. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, the Wizards of Wordsmith, the Holiness of Hilarity, Cote, Donnie, and Babe. And as always, Dizzy Patterson, our world-famous executive producer, is with us mixing drinks and having a few chuckles. Gentlemen, 34 episodes later, we've had a lot of fantastic guests. And guess what? We're inching closer to the return of Dom Day. I have to ask you, though, Who's missing from your bucket list of Dom Day interviews? Cote, why don't we start with you? Well, a bit of a challenging question, but one, uh, you know, the, uh, far and wide, but one I can just think of because last weekend there was a Back to the Future movie marathon on TV. And it just got me thinking, man, it would be have been great to have Doc on here. Doc, the beer bottle collector, it would have been great to have him on. My only concern is I'm not sure if that fucker could put two sentences together, but that would have been my guess right there. I would have had to have Doc on. He probably said the same about you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Babe, what about you? Who would you like to have on the show? You know, still the, the one who's so elusive and, you know, he's here, he's there, but he's nowhere. Dicker. Dicker would be the one that I would love to get on here. And we've tried to get him on a few times and, you know, he responds and then, you know, then he slides away on you. So that, that would be the one. Better chance to get fucking Charles Schultz on him and his fucking Snoopy pictures. Donnie, what about you? Who would you like to have on the show? Oh, fuck. I just contacted Dicker last week and said, and he said, no, he said, I wouldn't have much to say, you know, like, I don't want to kick a guy when he's down, but come Fuck on, him, kick him. Come on, Dick, get on. But no, I don't know. You know, as, as some of our more recent guests have pointed out, you know, very astutely, you know, when you get down to episode 34, I don't know. I don't know what's left, you know? So, you know, we got, uh, we got a couple more. Al Finley's one that comes to mind. I think Al has, has played a big role and it, it's more in the builder category. Would you not agree, guys? Like he's, yeah, absolutely. he's been a, in the builder of Dom Day and uh, kind of saved our ass uh, a couple of decades ago. But uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Al comes to mind. We're, we're trying to get the Ellis clan on. Right. I mean, we're still working yeah. on that. That would thank be God. Not, not, none of us mentioned Bobby because we that really would have fucking <laughs> given him some credibility. So fuck Bobby. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know who you got, Justin. You got a superstar for us tonight? Oh, we've got, we've got a big one today. Okay. Um, world famous international television star. So why don't we bring him out? He's the winner of six Dom Day titles. Add to that, he has one Eddie Milton, the first ever granted. On top of that, he also has a Mup Cup award. Let's bring out the caveman. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Sammy Tarasco. Good to see you, Sammy. Thank you. Thank you. It's about fucking time. <laughs> but if I beat Bobby, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> you, you kicked his ass, buddy. Uh, that's that's awesome. Welcome to the show, Sammy. I, I mean, I think you're our first celebrity guest on on the uh, on the Dom Day Tales podcast. So that that says something about the credibility we're building. 34 episodes later, but uh, why don't we hop right into it and start with how you got into Dom Day? Um, I know a lot a lot of things have been consumed between then and your first Dom Day, but do you remember how you got into the tournament? Yeah, I'm one of the originals, bro. I used to go play after school every day. So I'm one of the first guys. Awesome. And did you play in Dom Day 1, Sammy? Yes, I did. I was, I was on uh, the losing side. I was on Galliadra's Girls, and we lost, what, 53-11? Minor. But I never quit. Minor. 
Minor detail, Sammy. Well, Sammy, Sammy how got, many? Sammy how got many eleven you, runs. How many of you missed? Like, did you have a time where you missed a bunch of them? Yeah, when I was in Nova Scotia, I couldn't afford to come out sometimes, and uh, sometimes I couldn't afford the time. When I started my security business, Canada Day weekend was a big moneymaker for me. Yeah. So did you miss probably, were you away for maybe 10 of them? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But I, I, I should always have gotten longest drive because I came from <laughs> furthest away, I thought. But it was never the golf tournament, right? That was, yeah, yeah that was on the golf, golf tournament, yeah. Sammy. Yeah, but I came to one, remember? I wrecked my back driving down because I slept in the car. And then I couldn't play in Dom Day because I was at Paul Grittani's getting my back fixed. <laughs> Drove all the way down you for nine. Do you, you didn't do have you, to sleep in your car. <laughs> They have hotels in Southern you, Ontario. Yeah. Do you have that in your notes, Justin? Are we going to touch on that? <laughs> no, no. No. Okay. All right. No. Awesome stuff. So tell me a bit then, Sammy, about some of your earliest memories of Dom Day. What do you, what do you remember back from those days? I, I remember uh, the Eddie Milton Award for building the sign in my garage with uh, a couple of two by fours and some old wine crates or grape crates that my dad used to make wine. <laughs> that was that was the uh, the border of it was with old wine crates. I made a stereo stand out of those too. What el- what else did <laughs> you work- what else was involved in working that evening? Maybe a couple of heaters. Uh, you mean these? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'm just our viewers, my time, our, view- our viewers at home, our viewers at home can't see those, Sammy. But it looks like it's. Um, Cigarette, maybe with each end rolled together, correct? No, this is not a cigarette. This, <laughs> I know that. This is a cigarette. This is a joint. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't even be able to talk to you if I didn't smoke one. Perfect. Fire it up. <laughs> oh, you know it. I've got a few rolled. Who knows how long this is going to take? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So what? Uh, what else? What else, Sammy? Like. It, it, Tell us a bit. You what? What? Uh, what high school were you from? Were you a TCI guy or a West Humber guy? West Humber, sorry. Yeah, fair enough. So you would have. Who, who would have been in uh, in your grade back in uh, back at West Humber? Like, who were some of the guys that you you hung around with? Well, I was sort of a crossover because I went to thirteen B, right? So, <laughs> so I was in Donnie's grade back when he used to be called Boomer. I don't know that for a while. That I used to ride my bike over to his place all the time. When we were having those huge poker games, remember those in between? Fuck no! It was up to four hundred bucks after halfway around the table once. I remember that. Yeah. Very first game, halfway around the table, four hundred dollar pot. You remember that, Donnie? Yep, what, I do. Yeah. And then somebody hit the post too. Remember on in between? Like that was probably me. Yeah. <laughs> just, That's a shit nailed. ton of money back then, Sammy. Oh, but yeah. Sam, so Sam, Sammy was a West Humber guy, right? And Sammy, Sammy, you know his athletic prowess was on the football field, right? So he made a name for himself and uh, playing football and uh, number 33, weren't you Sammy? Were you 30? Yeah, but I was a better wrestler than football player. Okay. Well, I'll get to that. I want to want to build up to it, but you know, he was, he was a good football guy and he would like, Lil was a, Lil was a football guy too. Like, so, so Sammy and Lil and, and Al, Al played football for West Humber. One year. One year. Munch. One year. Munch, Munch always played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who else, Sammy, out of the Dom Day group played football? Huffy, till he fractured his leg. Yeah. That's what how was Huffy. Did he hold the team? Football? Like, was he the ball holder? He was an oh. interior lineman. Interior <laughs> lineman. <laughs> Buddy, you guys have no in idea. In the glory, in the glory years. You have <laughs> no idea how fast Huffy could run back yeah. in the day. 
right from grade eight. I'm so Huffy is my oldest friend of all the guys from when I moved here because I moved here in grade eight and went to Heatherbrae. Huffy went to the rival school, and there was a race between my class and his class, and he raced against I believe it was Ian Miller and clocked him. wasn't even close. And then Huffy and I became friends. Awesome stuff. So, so you and you were saying what what position then would Huffy have played? Being the, one of the he was a wide receiver. Oh yeah, didn't and, have and, much hands, but he could run like the wind. <laughs> a lot of times the ball would be thrown, and Huffy would just keep on running. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> I got I got one football tale for you guys. My my shining moment because it's against it. TCI. Ooh. So, I was one of only two grade niners to make the football team in grade nine because it was only a senior team. It was me and Tony Zatelli. That was his name, right? Zatelli? Zatella. 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 Yeah. Me and Tony Zatella were the only two guys who made the football team. The way I made the football team, because I only weighed 140 pounds, was after the tryouts and they had the sign-up list on who got to play and who didn't, I was standing there looking at it and I didn't make the team. And Scudamore came out. He was the captain. And he goes, oh, look, the fucking Niners going to uh, cry because he didn't get on the team. <laughs> and I grabbed Scudamore by the neck and held him against the lockers. And Bill Bennett came out. And he goes, what's going on? I said, he's making fun of me. He says, why aren't you on the football team? I said, I tried out. You cut me. Go, okay, you're back on the team. And you're going to wrestle for me in the fall. <laughs> and that's how I made the grade nine football team at 140 pounds. <laughs> So I only got to play lineman at 140 pounds, believe it or not, next to a guy the size of Lil, because he was a year ahead of me. Just imagine. Anyway, all along, they kept making me because it was the same two coaches all the time. When I got to grade 13, our coaches were no longer our coaches. We now got the coaches from Alderwood, Dick Howe, and from Vincent Massey, Larry Fedasa. So they came and they knew me because of wrestling. And they go, oh, Sam, hey, how you doing? You play football too? I go, yeah. They go, what position do you play? I go, fullback. So they made me fullback. My shining moment was my very last game against TCI. I ran a 98-yard touchdown run and knocked Mitch Chevallo the fuck over on the way down there. Really? Yep, we won 27-26. 27-26. Mitch and I became friends, by the way, when we hit university. Yeah, because he went he went to Laurier, right? No, no, he went to Guelph. Was he? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he was coaching and all that kind of shit. Yeah, he would have been a bit young. He was he was in my grade. He sat beside me in home room, but so he would have been a bit younger, but he was he was pretty solid. Yeah, I don't know, his to- dad was involved in wrestling or something. <laughs> he went to Guelph and then he went to or first he went to Florida and then he came back and went to Guelph. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's where we became friends. Yeah, he's a good guy. Very nice fellow, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's awesome stuff. So, so Donnie, I, I you were talking a bit about um, about Sammy and, and you guys going in in the same grave. What what uh, what other memories do you have of Sammy back at West Humber? Well, S- Sammy was also on the average white team, weren't you, Sammy? Yes, yeah. sir. Played yeah. Me. So he was on the uh, when we had that famous ball hockey team that we cut Gretzky from. Sammy made the team. So he was on that team and we, uh, we didn't do too well. We lost out, uh, in the preliminary round, but, uh, Sammy was our goaler. <laughs> and, but we did uh, great as weird as wonders. Yeah. I was and on that I, team too. Yeah. Sammy was, uh, 
incredible athlete back in the day when you think about it. Right. And then, and then he was also uh, a wrestler. So, and uh, you know, a self-proclaimed seventh best in the world wrestler. Like, six. Uh, six. Oh, six. I'm Moved sorry. up a notch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with age, it was tenth about two decades ago. Okay, but Sammy, you got to tell that story. That's a beauty about well, the wrestling uh, competitions are complicated. So I went to the Junior World Championships, and there's like a hundred. Which were, where were they? Where were they held? In Chicago. Okay. It was hilarious because I went with uh, this guy from uh, Bishop Ryan in um, Hamilton, and when we got there, we were trying to get laid, so we would only speak Italian. And everyone told everyone it was French. It was hilarious. So we would speak Italian with each other. They're thinking we're speaking French, going, oh, these guys, these Canadians are so wah, wah, wah. Anyway, there's like 104 fighters, and you just keep going until there's like 16 and then eight. And based on where the guys who beat me finished, I came six. So fuck you. <laughs> I lost to one of the champs. I lost to the champ, and I lost to a guy who came fourth. So I give myself six. Yeah. So, so we, we picked up on this, right. And we just started, you know, so periodically, whenever at parties or gatherings or whatever, we would always, that line would somehow make it out, you know, but the, I remember we went up uh, to visit you at, uh, at Laurier and I don't know, we were in, I think it was, were you living That's with not Al? True, Donnie. That's was not true. Oh, okay. That's not true. No, you came to visit Al. You didn't come to visit me. I was yeah. there for four years. Were you living with him? At the time, just just the one year. Okay, and Harry Brown was he in that? No, no. That when when Al came up there, yeah. Uh, and I talked him into it at dawn date coming to school. I go, why aren't you a fucking university playing hockey, you clown? So he goes, well, where should I apply? I go, call go Laurier. They let anybody in there. So he applied and got in. And then Harry was coming up that year, and so I said, you guys should live together. And they found a place for uh, not a couple blocks from me. I was in. Uh, I think I was in third year when Al finally showed up. So whatever sorry, this place, what, what, second year, second year, my bad. Whatever this place was, and I don't know who lived with who or whatever, but you three were all there and I was there and I don't know, you know, there was a party going on or whatever. Somehow there was a little bit of a skirmish and you ripped out that line to this guy that was challenging you. <laughs> and we lost it. You know, it was I don't like, yeah, you just ripped out the, and I thought it was seventh. All these years, this is like 40 years I've been saying, tell this story periodically. And I always say the seventh best wrestler in the world. I didn't realize you were six. So congratulations. But there you go. Yeah. But that was, uh, that was priceless. You know? Well, what happened? No, I don't remember this. Tell me what no, happened. No, nothing happened because you, you just sort of told the guy, you know, you were, you were the sixth, sixth best wrestler in the world. And he backed off. So, so the strategy worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The strategy worked, so that's but, not my best yeah. university fight. My best university fight was against two guys, and I knocked them down with my clogs. Remember clogs, the yeah. wooden shoes with the leather straps? Yeah, yeah. I was defending the honor of a girlfriend, and these two dudes were being total douchebags. And I went out on the sidewalk with them, <laughs> and I look at the first guy, and I flip my clog and hit him right in the forehead, and then I attacked the first, the second guy. Then I went back for the first guy. It was hilarious. I've never been, been shy, though. Had you been drinking? I don't drink, man. You know that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's not true. After hockey on Sundays, and I, I have a beer, one beer. There you go. For medicinal purposes. Replenishing my electrolytes. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> but other than that, I, I, not, not, 
in, in college, I stopped drinking probably after first year because I was kind of a goof. <laughs> well, he, recognized, he recognized this problem. Let's yeah, see. Absolutely. At least you're honest, Ellie. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what I would do? I'd be that guy to go, how much you want to bet I can kick that beer can off your shoulder? I was one of those guys. And it didn't always work? Oh, it always worked, but the, usually, the, unless the guy ran away, then he'd get kicked in the side of the head. But that's why the I stopped drinking, because I didn't want to be that idiot. <laughs> that's fair. But, but we played a lot of cards back back in high school, and, yes, sir. and right after high school, too. We had a lot of card games, like routine card games, like Huffy would host them. Um, who else? I would I would host a bunch. Uh, we still do. Uh, yeah, Bobby. Bobby. You're still playing? Yeah. yeah, me. Uh, so the last couple years, it's yeah. been uh, me, Huffy, uh, Lil, Al, Bobby, Dick, Pete, Pete. Yeah. and yeah. then Shinto used to come, but it's too far for him now, I guess. Yeah, that's great. We, we played a lot of cards. Yeah, not often, but we had one just recently, like maybe a month, two months ago. Yeah, we, yeah. and we still play at Huffs. Yeah. Classic. And Dick, and Dick still plays jacks are better, two legs, two ends. Got to win twice to win. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Did you guys play like, like, uh, like all like Chicago and Indian and all those ones? And dealer's those- choice. Dealer's choice. So my favorite is Fiery Cross with the legs, the Mariah. You can tell the leg story. You ever tell the leg story, Danny? No, go ahead. Yeah. No, you can tell it. Your buddy no. legs, remember? No. You go. You so, go. so we used to play Chicago. And then Legs was at a game, and he goes, well, Brian Legree, Brian Legree, who was a yeah. lacrosse star. Right? Yeah. He goes, Sam gets the fucking ace all the time. It's not fair. Let's change the rule. What, what is it? The last card up in seven card, or the card in the middle in Fiery Cross, seven, uh, yeah, seven and under is low, and eight and above is high. And then that, that became the Mariah instead of the high Chicago. And we called it Legs. There you go. Right? Did I tell that right, Donnie? I think so. I yeah, I think it was dead on, Sammy. Yeah. When when you guys when you guys were writing those letters, when the, like Pete went off to Kingston and I went off, and you guys were writing those letters, I remember reading one that specifically said Sammy Tarasco was found in the back alley with the ace of spades shoved up his ass. Right. right. I distinctly <laughs> remember that. In the newsletter? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. that article too. I got to find that. That was a beauty. Because I did a lot of games. I was going to say, were you a good poker player then? Is that the uh, insinuation or a lucky poker player? Well, they think I cheated. I'm sure. I mean, why else would they say that, right? But I play play poker every day right now. Um, Okay, so the celebrity of being Sam Losco offers me a lot of opportunities. So when COVID started, this company called GG Poker contacted me and said, we'd like you to play in a tournament and advertise the the tournament. It was a COVID tournament. So they paid me 750 bucks to do two Instagram, two Facebook, and two Twitter posts. I'm a good guy. I did three. I don't care. And they paid me 750 bucks and they paid my $1,100 entry fee into the tournament. And I go, oh, this is cool. It's a million dollar purse, which is... It, the, the winner doesn't get a million, it's split up, but it pays like up to uh, 250 people, something like that, because there were 1,196 people in. 
Anyway, I go, what happens with the money if I win any money? I consider myself a decent poker player. So they go, oh, if you win it, you get to keep it. I said, oh, this sounds good. So I called my buddy, Tony Stelisano. I don't know if you, some of you know Tony, some of you don't. Tony is a consultant on movie sets for gambling. And he's also a professional poker dealer. And I called my old boss, Tony Grantham in Halifax, who's my old boss, who is now a semi-pro poker player. And I said, hey guys, I got an idea. Why don't you guys log into the game and then we'll decide, the three of us, what we're going to do on each play. I'll tell you what my hand is because you can't see when you're watching. But so Tony actually, Stelisano, he came over. So he and I were on one computer and the other Tony in Halifax logged into the table and we would tell him, oh, I have Jack 8 suited. Ooh. And then he'd look at the board and he'd go, nah, nah, fold, fold. So the, play, the way we played was those two would decide what to do. I was the tiebreaker. If they ever disagreed, then it was my pick because it was my money. We finished 107th and we won $4,400. So I paid those guys each 1200 bucks and I kept 16 for me. They were happy. Seven and a half hours it took us. About eight months ago, I realized that when I cashed out the money, I left 20 bucks in there. So I said, oh, fuck, I think I'm going to go play with that money. Yesterday, I was back up to $1,000 American in my account, and I already cashed out 500 more American. So I play every day. So, yes, I think I am a good poker player. Perfect. So, right. Sammy, the 4,400 was American? No, it was Canadian. It was like okay. 3486 American. Worked out to 4,400 Canadian when it was all said and done. But I gave That's the guys great. a good cut. I gave them each 30%. Oh, that was and nice. I 40. Yeah, that was good. 30%. But now for I them. play myself. I don't play with them. And I'm still doing just fine. That's great. Awesome. I know who will be, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be coming to you for some drinks uh, at Dom Day with all that extra, uh, extra dough by the sounds of it. So, you know what? <laughs> Hopefully I'll the McCrays are listening one, to this podcast. Yeah, I'll give you one drink for everyone I have. Deal. Deal. Uh, <laughs> deal. All right. Next topic, Justin. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome stuff. So, I mean, maybe I'll ask some of the guys. So, so babe, like what were some of your first memories of, of meeting Sammy T when he, he entered the tournament? Cause obviously you went to TCI. So how would you have met Sammy? I met Sammy through Frank. So Frankie and I, and Steve Rafuchs, who's Munch's brother, Ron Rafuchs brother, we're all together in grade seven. So that's when I first met Sammy. So I would have been like 12, 12 or 13. And Sammy seemed huge to me back then. Because you would have been like 16, 15 or 16, Sammy, probably. Yeah, that's when I had my growth spurt. Yeah. So, I mean, I've known Sammy for a long, long time. So that's when I first met Sammy. And so through all the years of all the, you know, the poker things where, you know, you get to tag along and watch the guys play because I was too young or just being over at uh, Frankie's place or, you know, vice versa. That's when, you know, Sammy and I always remember Sammy and Lil hanging around a lot together. And then with Huffy too, and that was, uh, but yeah, those are great times and great days and man, lots of fun. Actually, there was about a year there where I hung around with uh, Davey Burnett. It was, uh, like I said, Donnie and I, we had a while where I was hanging around with him a lot. I like to change it up because, you know, they would get boring after a while. I hear or you. they would dump me. It was uh, one or the I, other. One or the other. Yeah. It was I one of those. That. I can't remember which. <laughs> and and what about you, Cote? Obviously, you were a part of Dom Day Dom Day One. So would you you would have obviously known Sammy prior to prior to Dom Day One or 
No, I, pro- I I met like when we were like late teens and stuff like that. But I remember Sammy being at Skyline with us partying and stuff like like, like again, he didn't drink, but he would be with us and stuff like that. Oh, no, I, I drank then. Yeah. And I knew you were a wrestler and stuff like that. So I but I just kind of got to know him through Dom Day. And obviously I played in the original one, too. So it was kind of a small group of us, but everybody everybody knew who he was. Right. Because he was a good athlete and shit like that. And But this was before he, he became a you know, an actor and stuff like that. He was just Sammy, the freaking football and wrestling dude. So we, we certainly knew who he was. Yeah. But my baseball experience is after school, starting when I hit West Humber, <laughs> other than yeah. that, it was just the, the lessons we took in school, which is like one day or two days a year. I never played baseball. <laughs> who did? <laughs> you can tell. Eddie Bucharski. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's you can the tell. only guy in the, in the so Sammy, where would you have been drafted? Like, were you a mid-round pick, late-round pick? Like your first, your first nah. Dom Day? Nah, nah, I was never a high pick. That's why I can't believe I've only won one Mup. So you have won, you won one Mup Cup in 2016. You think you should have won a few more than that? I would think so. Yeah, considering I always get picked ninth or tenth round. Yeah. Sammy, you're the always rest- on the table for it at the, you know, the voting, and Pete always nicks you. Oh Thank well, you I guess. I needed Chevy to get yeah. it for me that time because that's who got it for me when I played on his team. Some stuff. So before we started, uh, we started the uh, the interview. We've talked obviously about all your sports, but you were telling us a bit about uh, why you didn't play hockey. Why don't you tell us a bit about a bit about that? What with the guys, ten men? You mean? No, like you said, you, you never played hockey. Okay, growing yeah. Up. So so I never played hockey because my dad was a soccer nut. So he used to take me to Oakwood Collegiate to play soccer every weekend. And I hated it. But I liked having the oranges at halftime. Anyway, when uh, I was in grade eight, my best friend was on the hockey team and he didn't have enough players. And he was a goalie. And he goes, well, you can use my shit and play net. You don't need to know how to skate to play net. And I go, cool. And I played on the Osler Senior High team. And believe it or not, we went to the championships and we lost to... uh, McCormick, I believe it was, in the city championships. Because I, I I, was afraid of the puck, so I would just, you know, hit it with my equipment. I, I loved having my equipment. The, probably the next time I played ice hockey was at Pine Point. Remember, we, Donnie, you remember this. We rented the ice at Pine Point one day, and I said, oh, I'll play net. I don't care. No cup, no mask. Do you remember that? I don't remember the no cup, no mask part, no. No. I think I told you about the no cup after the game because I didn't want anyone aiming at my yeah. nuts. I knew no one would try and hit me in the face. But I didn't have a cup on either. <laughs> Who was out on the ice? Like There must oh, have been some good players out there. Yeah, but yeah. everyone was kind. Yeah. Was, don't you remember? Or maybe you were off and, yeah, you might have been off. But that's when, I, that's when I finally started to try and skate and play hockey was basically after high school. Then when I moved to St. Catharines and I was over 35, I decided, well, you don't need to know how to take a slap shot. So I'm going to try and get a really good wrist shot. And I used to play three times a week. I mean, now I'm decrepit, so it doesn't even matter. But I actually became half decent. And the tournament, I played for a team called the Lincoln Legends out there in St. Catharines. Uh, You familiar with them, Cote? No, no. Uh How long did you live in St. Catharines? Oh, four or five months. What year? (laughs) 
like 90. He, he moved there. Left, no, he, he moved there in the in fall 90, of 89. I to left play in that, 98. Play for the Lincoln Legends or whatever. I left in 98, and I think we were there for four years. So 94 to 98, something like that. Where'd you live? On Bunting Road. I had a house with uh, my backyard went right on the Canal Road, <laughs> one of those 300-foot yeah. okay. backyards. But I also, lived, I also lived on St. Augustine for a few years, actually. No, because I, I moved <laughs> to Hamilton, and then I moved back to St. Catharines. You familiar with that, Cote? Cote, you, you familiar with that area? I know Bunting Road. I was over. I yeah. was over near there yesterday. It's the opposite end of the city, but it's down by the canal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Saint Augustine is right behind Meriton Arena. Okay. Yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. Because I lived Classic there. Area, that is. See, when I when I moved to Saint Catharines originally, I was the sales manager for Saint Catharines. Then I got the job as district sales manager for the whole area, and it was based in Hamilton. So I moved to Hamilton. But then when I bought a house, I bought it in Saint Catharines. And commuted. Uh, who was this for? Who were you working for? Yeah. At that time was Dempster's yeah. Bread. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, Dempster's. Because yeah. that's how you ended up. Well, you were do you were working for Dempster's when you were in Halifax, right? No, 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 no. Uh, my wife and I split up, and she wanted to live in Nova Scotia. So that's when the internet was kind of new, and I uh, I went online and I uh, applied for some jobs, and this company called Sparkling Spring Water contacted me and they said, yeah, we'd like you to come down for an interview as the uh, Halifax manager. So I went down, interviewed and flew back home. They called me uh, um, a couple of days later and said, we'd like you to come back for a second interview. And I said, well, sure, no problem. But this time you're going to pay for the flight because there's no reason I'm going to pay for two flights. And funny, funny, funny story. I get on the plane. They send me a plane ticket. I get on the plane the very last seat in a Delta flight and sitting beside me is this young handsome fella with two big film reels between his legs and people kept coming over and saying oh can I get my picture with you it was Jonathan Torrance J-Rock from the show just no way. About the incident. swear to God swear to God true story anyway so people kept coming up to him and asking for a picture for an autograph and he and he was joking around he goes, who's this guy oh he's my agent he's my manager he's my lover he even started fucking around. So after the next <coughs> I stood up and I go, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Torrance is very busy and tired from his trip to Toronto. He would be more than happy to sign autographs and take pictures in the lobby once we hit the airport. So thank you for your privacy at this time. And I sat down and he goes, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Six months later, we're on film together shooting Trailer Park Boys. That is classic. That is great. But total and and at that point, total coincidence that once you because because you weren't weren't Ricky and those guys delivery drivers for you. So Randy, the guy with no shirt, yeah, the guy who hired me, he was the sales manager and he was my boss. Well, he was at I this hired new company for Sparkling Springwater. And then I hired Ricky. We got a contract with Food City IGA to deliver. Uh, cases of water instead of bottles of water. So we needed to rent the truck and that's my job and hire a guy. I was the distribution manager. So I hired Rick, one of the guys go, oh, hire my friend Rob. He's a really good guy. Rob was selling um, toilet shit, <laughs> toilet stuff, toiletries, but, but actual toilets. He worked for a company called Max. So he was selling toilets. And I said, hey, you want to come and work for us driving a truck? He goes, yeah. So and that that's actually how I got on the show. Six months into that, or three months into that, we're shooting pool in the bar one day, and he comes up and 
And he goes, let's, you know, let's go shoot a game of pool. Fine. We get off work early. You start at seven, you're done by three. So we're around the corner from my house and we're shooting a game of pool. Uh, one of those coin tables, loser pays, winner stays. Some guy comes up, big guy, fucking like six, five, huge, 270. Hey, can I play? Sure. Loser pay or uh, challenger pays, loser sits, winner stays. And we start playing. A fourth guy shows up, mouthy as hell. Hey, let's play partners. No problem. He's friends with the big guy. And uh, he goes, let's play for a beer. And I go, I don't want to play for a beer. He goes, oh, are you chicken? I go, bro, I play in the fucking pool league. Let's play for five bucks a game. Beer back then, a draft was like 288. I go, let's play for five bucks a game. I got no problem playing for money. I just don't drink, so fuck you. He goes, okay. So we play the first game, and we win. And he goes, double or nothing. I go, sure. Play the second game, and we win. He goes, double or nothing. And I go, no. Put 20 bucks on the table, fuckface. And I go and sit down. Ricky comes, and he sits on the, Rob comes and sits on the other side of me. We're there about 10 seconds, and I stand up, and I go, fuck this. I'll take the big guy. And he stands up, and he goes, no, and pushes me. He goes, I'll take the big guy. So we start pushing each other over who's going to fight the big guy. And they both put 20, they throw 20 on the table and run out of the bar. It was fucking hilarious. He goes, wow, I'll take the big guy. And I go, bro, I was going to kick you in the nuts and run. <laughs> he goes, you ever done any acting? I go, well, you think I like you. And I go, I used to be a teacher. I had 45 students sitting there who thought I gave a shit whether or not they learned anything. <laughs> and I used to be a salesman, and every one of those customers thought they were my favorite customer. So, yeah, I've been acting my whole life. So then he invited me to be in his movie. And I, and my buddy Clint was there with me. I go, come on, Clint, let's see if they let you come in too. And they did. He's the original Swayze. If you look at the black and white movie, it's my buddy Clint from Newfoundland. Hilarious. A year what later. Year, what year was that? Because remember, we had got the we had got the message from Frank that my brother's going to be in a movie or he's going to be in a show starting on whatever it was. So, so that was 1999, and that movie, the Trailer Park Boys movie, the black and white, won best comedy at the Atlantic Film Festival that year. So, Mike Volpe and Barry Dunn, uh, the guy in the wheelchair, is Barry Dunn. Mike Volpe is the next hockey player you guys might know. I think he played for St. Louis at one time. Anyway, his, his dad's rich. And so he inherited a lot. And he's the next NHL. So those two guys were the producers with Clattenburg, the director. And they were pitching it around Toronto at all the big studios. Then Showcase said, well, we'll give you six episodes. Comedy Central said, yeah, we love it. We want it. Just cut out the swearing and the weed. <laughs> they go, That's yeah, thank you very much. And what, there's no show. There's just no show. So Showcase was looking for new content. So they said, okay, give us six episodes. Plattenberg calls me back. Because when I did the black and white, it was for free. It was for fun. And he goes, hey, did you have fun doing that movie? And I go, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And he goes, you want to get paid this time? I go, what do you mean? He goes, we're doing six episodes, and I have a part for you. I want you to come down and read for me. Because i got to do auditions to show Showcase. I go, sure. So I drive down. And I auditioned to be the drug dealer. Um, Showcase sees my audition and they go, no, nah, he's too old to be a drug dealer, which is hilarious because I used to sell weed at that time. So <laughs> that, that was very funny. Yeah, well, it's just ironic. And he goes, oh, but I really like him. Can I make him the vet? And then he, they go, yeah, sure, he can be the vet. And that's how I got on the TV series. Because he, he thought I was funny. 
he, here's the defining moment he gives me for why he hired me for this show. In the black and white, I was uh, Ricky and Julian were actually uh, pet assassins. So I was hiring them because um, my dog, my wife's dog, used to shit in my slippers and eat my boots. So I was hiring them to put a hit on my wife's dog. When it was we we met for the meeting and everything, and they I, I said so how are we going to do this? And they go well it's four hundred bucks. I happened to have my checkbook in my back pocket and I pulled out my checkbook. And Plattenberg, behind the camera, starts laughing his head off. He goes, that's fucking priceless. Pay by check. Hitman, right? I mean, I, I was Jesse Smollett before he was. <laughs> that's good. Anyway, and he says that's why he put me in the show. He just thought I was funny. And he loved my big black greasy glasses, sunglasses. That's great stuff. That's funny stuff. Awesome. And, and you were saying, you were saying, Sammy, as well, that um, being a part of Trailer Park Boys uh, helped you uh, in a situation at Canada Customs one time? Well, not so much it helped me out. So my, uh, Tasha and I went to a fish concert in Denver, and we drove to Detroit. Was it Detroit? Yeah, we drove to Detroit, flew from there. It was just cheaper. Flew back, and we're driving back, and we hadn't finished all our weed. So I'm going, ah, you know what? It's legal in Canada. I'm just going to slip it under my, the uh, back seat, under the floor mats. And it's just a couple of joints. They're not going to notice. When I get to customs, the guy goes, he looks at my picture. He looks at me, looks at my picture again. And he goes, do you do TV? French guy. And I go, yeah, I'm Sam from Trailer Park Boys. He goes, oh, wow. He goes, yeah, I watch all the time. I go, oh, you want to get a selfie? He goes, I'm not allowed to take one. I said, here, here, here's what we'll do. I'll do a selfie with you behind me, and then I'll post it on Facebook so you can get a copy of it. Oh, sounds good. Thanks. <laughs> and he goes, okay, see you later. <laughs> Never even asked me why I was there or why I was, I was coming home. Never asked me another fucking question. Sometimes, well, you know this, Justin. Sometimes the kids that we play, when I used to play at Westwood, I would get kids who were fans. So they used to let me take breakaways. But they probably knew I wasn't going to score anyway, but they would give me a breakaway, which is kind of cool, just because I'm trailer park boy, right? Uh, gets me into all sorts of contests and concerts. And, uh, well, okay, so we're at that fish show, and it's sold out. So there's no tickets left, and everyone's sitting there with the barricade down. The guy inside the booth comes out and he goes, hey, are you Sam? I go, yeah. He goes, come here. And gave me four tickets <laughs> for the sold out show. That's awesome stuff. Well, stuff like that. Uh, no, that's fantastic. I, it is funny because I do remember ooh, we play hockey together at Westwood. And uh, one of the selling points, because Sammy, your team, I felt like was always short a couple players and they'd have your your manager guy walk around trying to get players. And one of the selling points was that they got to play with, uh, with Sam Lasco. So if you played an 11 o'clock game, some of, some of the guys bought into that. So no, that's funny how, uh, I still <laughs> the, with those perks. well, you know what they might not, as I like to say, I'm the worst guy on the ice, but the captain of the dressing room, <laughs> I keep them laughing in the dressing room and I'm not afraid to jump on somebody's back. If they go after <laughs> one of my smaller players, you know, that, Justin, oh, that's know, awesome right? stuff. That's awesome right? stuff. And, and I still play with those guys. So they can't have been. Mule got me on the team, by the way. 
Mule yeah, so we'll use this maybe as a transition then, because you talked about, uh, you said mule, which I'll use as a transition for us to get back to Dom Day um, and talk a bit about your Dom Day franchise, which I believe was Mule Team. Is that correct, Sammy? As in Samuel. Okay, fair enough. So, I was going to yeah. ask where the origins of that came from. Yeah, Samuel. And I, me and Kenny are the only two that changed the rules for uniforms for no more tape tops. So how many years did you have your team, Sammy? Uh, two. And we should have won. We lost the final the first year. Scotty Walker still blames me for that. And it probably was my fault because I gave Bobby too much respect. That's, that's Why? What, what happened with him? What, you guys in which way? In which way? I, did I, you went, I was playing back then. I, I used to be able to run. So I was playing uh, left field or right field. And when Bobby was up and I just was too far back because Bobby's kind of a pussy and I just gave him too much respect. I thought he could hit it harder than he, than he could. And then he blooped one in on me. And then they had a run after that, after that, they had like three, four runs and we lost the game. And what year would that have been that you had your team and went to the finals? No, I don't know years. <laughs> How about a decade? You have a decade? Is there a next yeah, I didn't get a team for like the first 15 years, I'm sure. So 90s probably, right? Yeah, early yeah. 90s probably. Yeah. Early yeah, early 90s, late 80s at the best. But Bobby loved you. He used to pick you all the time, right? Him and Pete. Him and Pete, yeah. 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 And what were your what was your uh what was your team colors, Sammy? Like you were saying you guys wore the the tank yellow. tops. Yellow. Yellow. We were the yellow uh, babe, honor to you. We were the <laughs> the yellow and white team. Those tank tops were classic. <laughs> hey, if you have the pipes, you want to show them, right? Now, now I want a long sleeve sweater. <laughs> didn't, didn't you have Al Skura? I think you had Al Skura on your team. Yeah, I, I might have picked Al. It's, I'll tell you he something might, funny. He must have looked good in those. Oh, he looked brilliant. In a tank top. Here, here's something I've realized about Dom Day. You don't get picked for your ability at all. There's certain guys who have certain guys on their team, and that's just the way it is. So learn to live with it. And if they wind up with a better team or a worse team because of it, I'll give you an example. I have never and probably will never play for Fuda. <laughs> just as an example. Right? What, I get drafted by Al. I get drafted by uh, Dick. I get drafted, drafted by Chevy. I get drafted by Bobby. That's who drafts me. And I've learned to live with it. So they appreciate my efforts, if not my abilities, and say, well, no one's going to take them. We can wait till the eighth, ninth round. It doesn't really matter. And I know that. So I don't consider myself that low a pick, but I realize why it's done. It's a strategy and it works just fine. Think about it. Who other team, which TCI team have I ever been on? You were on my team one year, Sam. One, yes. But that's because yeah. you knew me before Dom Day. Yeah, <laughs> so you you let me be. I think we did all right too. Yeah, we did. Who have you played? Who have you played for recently, Sammy? The last few years, like I have a, I think Dobbs. Uh, oh, um, what's his name? Uh, played for Ian a bunch. Ian, yeah. Ian, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say I played I, for the, uh, the crack is back. The uh, which an homage to the Trailer Park Boys. The team was called. Rocket appliances. Uh, rocket appliances. <laughs> so, so I played on that team and I played for the dogs in the anniversary one. 
Um, and Chevy. I mean, but, we, we missed what, two. Was was he ever a uh, like he wasn't a lip bomber? And what, have you ever ever been on the beers or like? Uh, well, have you ever drafted me? No. Okay. No. Don't <laughs> um, tell you had a team. Did you draft me? No. I don't Sorry. remember anybody on my fucking team, Sammy. Sorry? I know you probably. I know you probably haven't played for Nicky Wolf. Justin, you must have picked. No, him I did a few play times. for Nicky. No, I've now, never Nikki had Sammy. I would draft him. I would draft him, but I've never had had the honor. We go in Nick, the same round. That's the problem. Nick and yeah, a lot of catchers, eh, Sammy? A lot of guys yeah. want to be catchers. Yeah. I'm the first baseman. Okay, yes. I'm the first baseman. Sammy I didn't and I know get, that. I didn't play know the that. same position and get drafted in the same round. So, but I would, but I would play anywhere. And I wouldn't be afraid of the ball. It doesn't, I'd play second. I wouldn't play short or third, but I could play second or first. No problem. I don't have to catch. Especially since there's no taking out the runner. There's no point having me back there. <laughs> Anymore. Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what are, what are some of your other, I mean, well, while we're on the topic of Dom Day, what are some of your other memories, uh, Sammy? Because you've been, you've like you said, you were one of the original guys. Like, what are some of the things that jump out to you when you think about the 42-year the history of Dom Day? Like, what are some of your key memories? Well, one specific play where uh, it was late in the game and they hit one out the center field and I ran out to get it and it hit the top of my glove and bounced in the air and Pete White caught it for the out to win the game. Remember that one? Yeah. Pete White. Jesus Christ. I remember that. I remember the year we played with the uh, uh, the short wall, and I loved that year because I could always hit the school. So I never had to try and do anything. Now I couldn't hit it anymore, but back then I could hit the school every time. So that was a fun year for me, being a left-handed hitter. Um, okay. Any, any other final thoughts on, uh, on some Dom day stuff before we get into some final words? I, I mean, Sammy, there's gotta be a couple more Dom day memories that you got that you want to share. Uh, the first Dom day I missed was cause I was getting my appendix out at Etobicoke general. <laughs> I remember that. Um, I remember having the old days when we used to do things like the WTTCDA after Dom day. All the the bowling. I guess you guys are trying to revive that stuff. I actually really enjoyed that stuff. It's just been harder for me, um, just because I. Um, you guys are so young. It's kind of hard to hang around with you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. The thanks. Is, thanks, Sammy. Yeah. What's that? Thanks. Yeah. Well, you fucking guys, you old guys, don't come to any of these events. Uh, <laughs> Huffy, Huffy goes. Take a look. Next time with the attendance sheet. Do you go? Donnie doesn't miss anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Donnie has to shut it down. That's the, that's yeah. the rules. Well, I know the dancing on the tables part Donnie has to do or else it's not an official down day feast. But and then you know what? Then I'll start coming back. Only Huffy's the only one I know goes all the time. So I'll, I will partake in more events. We all go, Sammy. Oh. Got Cote and myself. I know we're younger, but now it seems yeah. like we're back old. into it. Yeah. yeah, we're we're all there. Okay, yeah, cool. There. Okay, I'll be yeah. guys. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll, I'll... I can't wait for Dog Day. Yeah, fucking <laughs> ravenous for it. <laughs> Perfect. Don't tell anybody. 
that's awesome stuff, guys. So why don't we get into some final thoughts, Sammy? Why don't you tell us some final thoughts on on Dom Day and we as we wrap it up? What are what are you looking forward to? What do you miss the most? Just the opportunity to play. Uh, I appreciate you guys hearing my input when we were deciding whether or not to play the last one. When I suggested we play two years at once, do one on Friday, one on Saturday. I guess it got a little traction. So I appreciate it. I think that would still would be fun. Have a one-day tournament and another one-day tournament. That way we can crown champions for separate years. So I still want to throw that into the ring since people are going to be listening. And now a lot more people will know that it's actually on the table. I think it'd be a great idea. I can handle the logistics for it. You just let me know how many teams there are and I can do the schedule. No problem. Awesome stuff. Uh, can, you, can you pass? Can you pass that along to Pete, Justin? Already done. He's not. He's okay. aware. He's okay. aware. Okay. No, no. Awesome. Pete told me no. Pete told me he brought it to you guys. <laughs> that's what I mean. Ah, oh, there you go. Oh, there you God. go. You don't think that? No, seriously. Since we're here and we're on Dom Day, why is that not a good idea? We've always <laughs> talked. You know how we end those games? Those those once through the order games. We could do that for. Two tournaments for two days if we wanted to. We could play three inning games and get Sorry. every year caught up. <laughs> it's not that bad an idea. And multiple champions. Imagine the party now. It'd be fucking crazier. That's awesome stuff. All righty. Why don't we get over to Cote? Final thoughts. Uh, it's good to have Sammy on. Uh, obviously, you know, around Dom Day through all those years and then, and then how the whole trailer park experience started. And I certainly know that, you know, my oldest guy, Dan, he, you know, going to school in the States, those guys were overwhelmed that they're like, Holy shit. One of the guys, you guys, your dad plays baseball with is on that show. So he, he thought it was the, those guys down at the, the U S colleges. And I know trailer park boys had a huge following in the States. Uh, they, they thought it was off the charts. So, but uh, certainly glad that you still come out and play. Obviously you're, you're part of the older generation, but uh Ability or not, you're no different than the rest of us old guys. You just show up and still that was enjoy two coming disparaging out remarks there. You know that was two disparaging remarks there, right? Well, I'll get used to it. I probably got one more. Okay. <laughs> but, Sammy, anyhow, good to see you, and I'll look forward to seeing you at the tournament at uh, Dom Day weekend. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Anytime. Babe, final thoughts? Well, I mean, Sammy, as I said, I've known him since I was 12. Great guy. You know, he give you the shirt off his back. Uh, to help you out. And, you know, Sammy and I have been fortunate to sort of connect through the years at, at different things. I was down in, uh, uh, out in Nova Scotia one time we caught up and then Sammy was out here doing a show and Frankie and I went, but one of the, one of my favorite memories of Dom day was Sammy. And, you know, when I took Sammy and our team, you always know he's going to work hard. He's going to do whatever he can, but we were playing that, uh, the hockey, the one night, and it was the, I don't know, it was TCI versus West Humber, the 10 men versus the, the Utes. But somebody said to Sammy, go cover, babe. And so Sammy comes out and tackles me. And we we're rolling around in the corner, <laughs> but we we're just laughing our asses off. Because I said, Sammy, what are you doing? He said, oh, they told me to come out and cover you. Well, he did. <laughs> tackle me but he's just a great guy and it's so much fun to have him on and you know and the stories as Cote said you know a lot of stuff you don't know about guys and that was great to hear the you know this especially the starting of, of trailer park boys and how you get on that it, it's unbelievable but just a, a great guy and a, and a good person and one of those guys you look forward to seeing and you know whether we're hugging it out or I'm having a beer and Sammy's having a uh, a cigarette um it's good 
Always good to legal see. Legal to say joint, you know. Oh, okay, a joint, yeah. It's, it is legal in Canada. And thank you again for coming to my show. Tell the guys how funny I was. It was great. It was, you know, Sammy, you read the read the audience, and everybody had a great time. It was it was a lot of fun. Really enjoyable. That's my new full time job. Well, it should be when I retire. That's it. Awesome stuff, Donnie. Final thoughts. Final yeah, thoughts. I think I think with with Sammy it was you know like we were. We hung out a lot there in uh, grade 13, and then we, we had this thing we called 13B when a few of us didn't make it through, and we decided to regroup and try it again. And uh, and those card games were epic. I mean, you guys you guys wouldn't believe, like, you know, we did it on a really on a regular basis, and there were some huge pots, and we were not making big bucks, whatever we were doing, you know, but we were, we were <laughs> they were intense. And Sammy... Sammy won a hell of a lot more than he lost. Let me just leave it at that. And uh, he 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 usually walked out of there with uh, with a bankroll. And when he didn't, we were pretty happy about it. Because he was just he was. I mean, he just he was a good card player. I mean, he was a very good card player. And he I always remember him at West Humber for the football, not so much for the wrestling. I guess because I didn't really follow it or whatever. But I remember him being a big football guy and a buddy of of Lil's and uh, and certainly one of the one of the original crew at dom day and then you know uh, we sort of lost touch uh you know when i uh when i went down to the states and went to school and ended up li- living down there but uh well you forget you forget the trip that chuck and i took down chuck me and yeah Al? you guys yeah. talked about that right yeah you must have yeah. talked about that yeah yeah i mean I won't bother then. yeah sammy's been uh you know he's been a legend at dom day and you know when he wasn't there for those Hard to believe it was 10 years. Maybe it wasn't that many, but when he wasn't there, uh, you know, he was, he was missed and uh, they're hearing about the mule team is great. And uh, I forgot all about the tank tops. I mean, that was, that was classic. It's funny. The things that you, you don't remember. And one of my favorite Dom day highlights ever was that party that where Sammy got up and took the mic and sang. Do you remember that at uh, the, was it Hollywood's? Was that the place down on the? Yeah. Yeah, down, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was that, and the and you've really bridged the gap because these young guys like Justin's age and that crew really love, you know, they love, they love. I mean, they were going crazy that night. So, but anyhow, good, good to have them on, and uh, you know, uh, we hope look forward to seeing you this summer, Sammy. Good job. Absolutely, yeah. miss it. That's awesome stuff. And I'll just jump into some final words as well. I think Donnie hit the nail on the head. I mean, we were talking, I was with some of the guys having a couple drinks last night, some of the younger guys and told them we were interviewing Sammy. And, you know, at the time when Sammy was on, um, you know, trailer park boys, it obviously had a cult following and amongst it was, you know, my generation. And, you know, whenever you're telling people outside of Dom day about Dom day there, there were two people you always referenced as the celebrities of the tournament. You had Stanley cup winner, Colin Patterson and trailer park, boys star sammy lasco um and lasco lasco with an o and <laughs> and and you know i gotta say the amount of people who the name recognition on on that you know at a group of people at university talking about trailer park boys definitely all of a sudden created a little bit of extra jealousy about this amazing tournament that we run so um hey, you know sammy you're you're an awesome guy we we've 
played hockey against each other many years at, at Westwood. Um, always one of the, the first guys to, to have a laugh with. So um, looking forward to, to seeing you again at, at Dom Day and, and lacing them up uh, with my, my fellow champion, Team McRae, uh, Rexdale winner, winner classic champion defensive pairing. Um, so looking forward to it, buddy. Um, and to our fans, thanks again for listening. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to the Dom Day Tales podcast, and we'll be back again in two weeks. <laughs>